Good morning, Barashah Khabimari. We're on Tesfot Amadabas. And four lines down where it says Gufa. Gufa, we're now going to go through various, um, recapping various things we've uh, learned earlier as to Makhlukhsim um, between Shammai and Hilo. So Gufa, let's recap. What Mahaponah Rabbunah said, to give him the kindness natural to Shammai and Hilo. In three places, Three places Shammai and Hillel had the Mathlaikim. As we learned from Tafiya Salad, there were only three places that they had this Mathlaikim. Shammai Omer's Mathlaikim number one. It was with regard to Chadam. Shammai Omer, Shammai says, Mekav Chadam. How much stone does one need in order to be Chayim and Chadam? So Shammai says, Ekav. Ekav is a certain measure, it's uh, 24 stasis, 24 eggs. Um, is is uh, what a person needs to take. Uh, so 24 eggs in order to be Chayim Chalav. The Hillel and then Hillel says, Mechavayim. You need two cups. Two cups. So you've got Shammai says, a cup of Chalav, Hillel says two cups. What's the logic in their math makers? Chayim Chalav. Chayim is like a broker. We've got the Chalav in there. Yeah, it's the separate Chalav to make a broker. It's not to make a bracha, it's definitely chala. Chala is, uh, if you've got a bit to say chala, you make a bracha. Right. The reason why we don't always make a bracha nowadays is because we don't really know the amount. Right. Therefore, you can only make a bracha when you know for certain you're actually uh, chayim and chala. Right. Right. Um, so we have this mathematics, Shammai says a cup, Hillel says two cups. So, um, Tosus is master, what exactly is the mathematics? So Tosus says, so he brings you a shalmi, which um, basically makes makes a cheshbon like this. It says, you take a look at the Tosus, I'll show you inside. Shamayim mekav lechalos, hilal mekav mekavayim. The Yerushalmi mefarish and Yerushalmi explains. Time is the Shamayim, the hilal, the reason of Shamayim and hilal. Mishum the eifah yutchet kavim because an eifah is eighteen kav. Okay, and the Torah says the amount you need is asiyah to eifah, a tenth of an eifah. That's the amount you need to have in order to be chayim mechalos, which is an omer, a tenth of that. Now the question is, how do you measure this tenth? Okay, it's a tenth of Yudchat Kavim. The Asir is Milabar, and we take the tenth from the outside, in other words, a ninth. When you add on the extra bit that you're taking, the Chala you're taking, you'll make it up, to, you'll, the amount you've got is ten percent of the total. You see what I mean? In other words, Tainu Beis Kavim. Asir is Milabar is two Kavim. Because if you add two Kavim onto twenty, then the two, sorry, two onto the eighteen, okay, a Kavim is eighteen. Yeah, and, sorry, okay. And 18, 18 carbon is an apple. You need a tenth of an apple. Now, a tenth means if you add two onto the 18, the two will be a tenth of the total. So he says, therefore, you see two cups of Shammai. That's Shammai, uh, that, 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 uh, well, that potentially could be Hillel, Shitta. Uh, that's the man you need, the Hillel, in order. That's the man you need, the Quintel of Fima Fishkhala. The Shammai sub, where Shammai holds, the sort of base Khala is the Omer. For an Omer, you need two Khalas. So you open them in a base achilas, they used to make two, two achilas from the Omer. Achas, so they come on to the morning after the one in the evening. Rukhashir achilas, achas, koshir shamay, isas midbar. And when we're talking about the amount you need to take khalo, it's only the amount of one khalo. The amount that they would take from one achilo. So it's half the amount, it's not two, it's one. That's, that's what Tosh says. The Rishash has got a bundle of questions on this. Other, uh, many other Rishash uh, learn very simply. The way it works is like this. A kav is 24 basin. 24x. And then now they say you're supposed to take Pachala, they want you to take Pachala as a Shia Koshev, is a Beta. And we know that a Balabayit, the Pachala is supposed to take 1 in 24, and a, a, a Baker is supposed to take 1 in 48. Chazal were more Baker on a Baker. They were more Baker on a Baker because he's taking Pachala the whole time. So therefore the question is, when we judge the amount, are we talking about are we going to look at it from the point of view of a baker? Are we looking at it from the point of view of Balabai? Shammai, who says one cup you need for Chadov, he says we look at the Balabai. The Balabai, one, one in 24, if you want to take a base off, then it's going to be 24 basin, which is a cup. Whereas Hinnel says, no, we look at the, we're looking at the, um, we want to go to the Kula, we want to make it the most maker. How much do I need? We judge it based on the, on the baker. He's more the... So therefore, if Chazal could be making with that, we're now up to 1 and 48. Now, 1 and 48 means 1 base of out of 48 base, which is 2 cups. That's the Mathlech. Now, the Mathlech is then passing the heel of them. 
Then and now we've got that. That's the Machlech Shaman Hira. Omru, but they said, sorry, the Chachomim, the Chachomim said, they could be a Zim and they could be a Zim. Now, actually doesn't get like Shaman, doesn't get like Hira. It's not a Kav, it's not two Kav. Hira Kavu Messer, it's actually somewhere in between. It's one and a half Kav. We'll see in a second where that comes from. Kavu Messer, Chai Bechadot. One and a half Kav is Chai Bechadot. The Sheikh Zidu Amidus, once they increase the measures, in other words, the increased amount you could get in each measure. It's like saying, a kilo is a thousand grams. Well, today we're going to increase the measures, and a kilo will now be equivalent to one and a half, uh, one and a half thousand grams. That means if you went into a shop and asked for a kilo, they'd have to give you one and a half thousand grams. I mean, theoretically, okay? That's what happens to sorting out. Once they increase the measures, they made the, the cup, they made it bigger. They made everything bigger. Then, only they said, Hamishas Revoin Kemah. Then you need so five quarters, like saying five look. A calf is four look. So one and a half calf is, come on, last position, is six look. One thing increased the middle. It's too easy to come in. Oh. So then it became five look. Five look. That's what it became. Five look. And um, five, five quarters of kemak is chayot and mechalot. And Rabbi Yodhiti and Rabbi says, no, actually five look, five quarters are going to be potter. Five and a bit is chayot. It's only five plus a little bit. How much that extra bit will see you soon? Or possibly see you Let's take a look at Rashi. Rashi is going to explain the math stuff now. Now, as I'll just proceed this because the way the Rashi often do the math, you sometimes look at it and say, we could have done that much simpler. They work everything down stage by stage, okay? So it makes something makes them seem a little more difficult than they really are. But that's what Rush is going to do for us here. They work everything stage by stage. So Kabul Matzov, it's a cup and a half, says Rashi. Yerushalmius. We're talking about a cup and a half of Yerushalmius. That's the measure, it was the Yerushalmi cup. Shane Zion Lugin, Ubeitzov, the Chemesh Beitzov, the Mizzah Mizvoris. Which is, the midbar which they used in the midbar, the, the measures they used in the midbar, that would make up seven log plus a, a baser and a, and a fifth. So, seven log in and one and a fifth baser in the midbar. How much do you look at the baser? You're going to see, you're going to see. It's all going to be worked out. We'll omer that will do this, and that is the amount of an omer for each person, which is after the soya for a tenth of an eighth bar. which is chayim and chalak, is a fifth, as you write, are you so tichem? Your dose, today eat up midbar, we dash in there the amount of dough you'd have in the midbar. Which was, as we said, take that amount, seven logs and one and a fifth basin. But it's deeper stood to Yerushalayim. When they came to Yerushalayim, they added a sixth onto that, onto all the, onto all the measures. Nimsod, it comes out, sheish midborius, six login of the midborius, nifnosis, the chomish, now become five login. Right? Everything is downsized by a sixth. Everything is downsized by a six. Okay? So six login becomes five login. So far, so good? But remember, you have well, one. What are you trying to do again? Why, why We're down because they increase the middle. The, the, the middle. We have to work it out. It's no longer seven and a. It's no longer seven and a, an egg plus a fifth. Everything is going to be downsized by a six. Or upside, depending how you're looking at it. But, uh, so, therefore, six. Lugin of Midbori has become Chomish Yerushalmiya. But look, Anisha, you still got an extra look there. So then we have seven Lugin. We've de- dealt with six of them. Se- six of them become five. And you just take Anisha. 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 Right? Yeah. So why is the five? Oh, sorry, we said nine Lugin. Yeah. So downsizing everything. I mean, as I said, we're actually upsizing, but it's amounts. You took that amount of flour and you fit it into the new middles, you get more into the new middles, is basically what we're saying. So the look, Anisha. The one dog which remains, Ubeitzah the Chemish, plus an extra, we still, remember we had to start with seven logs plus one and a fifth Beitzim. That will become, um, Beitzah the Chemish Beitzah, Eilin lo Lug Yerushalmi, which actually, actually will fit perfectly now into a Lug Yerushalmi. How do you get that? Shehalug Midbori, because a Lug of the Midbar, Shisha Beitzim, is actually six Beitzim. So what will that become now? Nefanotim, Bachamishal Beitzim, which will now become five big Beitzim, five Yerushalmi Beitzim. Nimsa haluk chaser beitz, which means now that look is now missing a beitz kedoda. It's only five beitz, not six. So it's not a full look yet. Ten beitz of the chomish beitz, tachas beitz kedoda. Take your extra one and a fifth beitz of the midbar, 
And that will actually become one big beta. Why? Because what is one and a fifth? It's, you could simply put that as six fifths, no? One and a fifth is six fifths. And we said six becomes five. So six fifths becomes five fifths, which is one. So now you've got one beta. We were missing one beta from now. Add that on. So now you've got six big beta, which is a look. Perfect. You've got one big look now. Because a fifth is actually a sixth from the outside, if you see what I mean. It's always called Melabar. We normally judge things with what's called Melagab. We normally say, if I say to you, uh, what a fifth of four, you'd say four fifths. Yeah? Shtus Melabar means <coughs> a fifth of four is one. Because when you take the one, you add it onto the four, it'll make five. And a fifth of five is, is one. We don't normally work things like that, but that's the way they work it. It's Melabar. So a fifth, uh, so a fifth is shtus melabar. No tavala beta, add that on to the beta, nimtu shisha beitim. And now you've got six beitim gazodim, shein lugol, which is one big lug. Harahin shisha lugim, which makes up six lug in Yerushalmi, same kavu master. And as we said, there's four lug in a kav, so six lugim is one and a half kav. Mishayk zidu amidas, so we have midbar, in the midbar it was seven lug, plus one and a fifth beitim. And we downsize that everything by a six, which makes it into six, uh, into six logim yerushalmius. And then we and add it the, on to the middle again. And then the misbah. Then the cloud is all in the middle. Yeah, but there's none. There's none there. Exactly, and that's where you learn the omer from. Oh, well, when there wasn't actually chalat, it wasn't. Uh, you make it whatever you want, but that, that's the shear. The shear that they got was an omer. For, for everything. Everyone's mom, the amount they got, whether it's a kolot or a little, they learned home and they merged it, it became an omer. And that's the amount used for Chal, it's got to be the amount of an Omer. What's an Omer? Asidus Oeva. Now Asidus Oeva we may have not known, but we know what Asidus Oeva is. We know Asidus Oeva is seven lug and one and a fifth beta. Mm-hmm. But then they work that into the amount of Yerushalmias, which is by downsizing it by a fifth, or upsizing it, whichever way you look at it, and that becomes six. Next one, the next bit of maths is a bit easier. Mishik Dira Amidos, he midas Tipoli. When they went to Tipoli, uh, that's the next stage in their, in their travels. Many years down the line, so in <laughs> the Poli they added on again. So they added another six onto Yerushalmis. Nimsu Abob Login, hey. Which means that the six Login now became five Login. Uh, one's quite simple. Which is the equivalent of saying, hey Reboy, five quarters. Because five quarters means Login. A quarter is a Log. Shane Rabi is because a Log is a quarter of a cow. Okay? And that is the um, final amount. It's five quarters. Five, lo- uh, five looking. That's what we're looking at. Whereas, Rabbi says, no, it's not. Five looking you're not high for. It's chamishal v'oyit chayomen. It's five plus a little bit. So, it's not Rabbi because Rabbi holds, midbar midboris, when you're looking at the midbar measures, how you baked in gazoid and michelon, their eggs were bigger than ours. Sounds familiar? Now that we have the same, same shayla. <coughs> That's why things for Kazayas and all these things, there, is, there are those who are like the Tzlach, the Chazanish, take that view, that our eggs are smaller than they used to be. Our Kazayas are smaller than they used to be. And therefore you have to eat more than that. That's why they don't agree with Rabbi Chaim, nor Ashira. So they say it's what's called, what's called the Hizbiru Amidus. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, that, that, this is what Rabbi Yosef says over there, that the minimum of Mizbaris, they have bigger eggs than ours. And therefore, it's because you're judging. Again, they only had some months. Doesn't matter when you're talking about the shiurim. When you're talking about one and a fifth states, you're going by there, not ours. Everything is measured by eggs, and therefore our eggs are bigger. Uh, uh, their eggs are bigger than ours, so therefore you can't say one and a fifth states because you're talking about their eggs. So the whole thing, Ami Omer Rabbi Yitzchak, be Erevin, says Rabbi Yitzchak says the same thing in Erevin, Perakate from Mishdatim. Kamal shiur chati for us. What is the amount of chati for us? He says shnei beitim shochakos. Two baits in which are like oversized. Yeah, that she's laughing. Six, two whopping eggs, not just two standard eggs. The also the Farish hide the oid, and there he explains what is the oid. It's echot mechasa baits in the kolbeitzes. One twentieth of an egg for every egg. Now, if you use the same oid over here, can anyone work it out? There'll be an extra one and a one and a half X, wouldn't it? Divide eight. If if you were to use the same shear, 
because five lugs in each lug you've got how many eggs? Huh? In each lug how many eggs? It's six we said, yeah? So six times five is thirty. And if you're saying for every egg you add on one twentieth, it's going to be one and a half eggs. So, uh, whether it's the same shear here, though, I don't, I mean, it's explaining what the body is now, I suppose there is. So, according to that, it would come out of these five lords plus an extra one and a half X. have to check, check that one up there. But, uh, anyway, so, that is, that is the first Mahalik Shamayin here, though. That's the first Mahalik. Tosus so learns the reason why you need the Oid is because uh, it says Rashi Sali Association. Uh, and we dash from that, when you separate the color, you need, you still need there to be the amount of Esau's Midbos. So when you separate the oid, you, you're after you're going to be separated, you're going to be separating the oid, then there will still be remaining the five looks. That, 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 that's basically what um faces mm-hmm. that. But anyway, that is the first Mahalik of Shaman Hiddle. That was one of their three Mahaliks is how much dough how much flowers you need in order to be Chaim and Kala. We've explained Shitatila, we've explained Shama, we've explained it two ways in the Rashonim, Tosis and the other Rashonim. But we don't pass on that Shama or Hillel, we pass on that the one in between, which is one and a half carbon. Which, when they upsized the middles, became one, uh, became five log, um, and then you got Shitash Rabbi That's the first Machlokas. Next Machlokas. The uh, Edom. Here comes the other one, oh, number two. Hillel Hillel said, we know that in a mikvah, if the mikvah, until the mikvah is complete, once the mikvah is complete, you've got 40 of water there, of rain water, whatever it is, then you can do whatever you want to it, it's not going to become possible. But until then, if you pour in there mine shulvin, the mine shulvin, water which is possible for a mikvah, will actually disqualify your mikvah. So, how much mine shulvin can you have in there before it disqualifies the mikvah? So, we have a machlokis here. Hidal and says, Maloi hin. The amount of a hin, which is basically 12. Uh, 12 cup. Melohim, the amount of the hin, mine shogun of mine shogun, place him at some mikvah, will pass it up the mikvah. Why did he say Melohim? Normally find the Mishnah's expression hin. Shechai, the Lotan, learn my Bidashain Rav, because the person is Makhluk to say in the Lotan of his Rebbe. And his Rebbe used the expression hin, so he also used the Lotan hin. There are Roshanim who learn, I mean, in fact, Rashi's going to say that. There are those who learn the Rebbe is Moshe Arvin, and Moshe Nathalie used the expression hin. But um, the, one of the Roshayim says the reason why he used the expression hin, why does Rebbe use the Roshan hin, is actually because um, it's to show you wh- wh- where does it come from, 12, 12 cards. Remember, this is a big kula. We're allowing up to 12 cards, that's a huge amount, before it passes the mikvah. The answer is because we go by the sort of, we use the biggest shear we find in the Torah, which is a hin, in terms of liquid. Yeah? And that's why Dafka uses the expression hin. To like uh, to show where we get it from, it's the biggest shear you find in the Torah. You won't find the Lashon Kav. So if he uses the Lashon Hin, and that's why his Rebbe used it, so he used it as well. Anyway, that's the that's the shit of Hillel. Um, Shammai, and Shammai says Tishal Kavin, nine Kav. He says nine Kav. The Chachamim and the Chachamim say Loki de Rezeh, Loki de Rezeh. Not like Shammai, not like Hillel. Actually, Avo Beis Gadim, until two weavers came along. Mishar for Ashpah should be Rishalayim. Where did they come from? They came from the Shara Ashpah, which literally means the gate of the Ravishtam. The Ha'idu, in other words, they weren't the most upper class and the most learned people, presumably. The Ha'idu, and they testified, Mishum Shemayi Avtalyan, in the name of Shemayi and Avtalyan, Sheshalosha look in Mayan Shuvin placed in the Mikvah. Actually, three look of Mayan Shuvin passes up the Mikvah. The Kiyamul Chachonin Estibreyam, and the Chachonin upheld their words. They were Hillel's teachers. Huh? They were Hillel's teachers. They were actually Hillel's teachers, quite correct. But uh, the, the main point is, they, they upheld the, the testimony of these people, of, of, uh, of these two guardians. Now, if you take a look at Rashi, Hin. Rashi tells us Hin. What is a Hin? It's your base look. Sorry, I, said, I think I said 12, uh, 12 cards. Mm-hmm. Tw- it's uh, 12 look. 12 look, yes, correct. Right. Sorry, 12 look, mistake. Not 12 cards, 12 look. Um, Postlin, and then you've got Hiller, uh, you've got Shammai who says nine cup, which is, uh, is obviously a bigger amount. So, um, yeah, so, not like I said, 12 look, big correction there. Postlin, they passed all the, um, yeah, it would be a rather large amount to have to bring for a column now, thinking about it. 
Okay, so anyway, Poslin, um, they pass him, not through the Seychon, if that amount of water falls into the mikvah, Kodem Shin Islam, before the mikvah is completed, and before it's got a complete amount, of 40 to off. Uh, but in Nishlam, but if it's been completed, once it's been completed, should be in Nishlam, it can't be possible, come, come possible with my children. Even if you draw into it a thousand of my children afterwards, it wouldn't make the slightest bit of difference. Once it's got a complete nikvah, it's perfectly fine. Even if it becomes majority. There are Mishnahs about that, but... Shekhai uh, Um Yeah. What I mean to say is, Tin Eino Nishay Mishnah. Right? Because Rashi is obviously bothered. I mean, Chayat Tzir, Rashi and Rav, what's that got to do with it here? Um, what that is, because it, it sounds like, you know what that sounds like? It sounds like, you know why it's going to be a, a hint which is passed up the name of it? Why that amount? Because the person will say to Rashi and Rav, that's what it sounds like. So Rashi says, what's that got to do with it? Because you the to say Rav, so what I do is pick you. We like, we like that, that's a, what was our, our, our Rebbe's favourite, uh, uh, our favourite word, so we'll pick the Rosh and Hin. I mean, it would be, so Rashi says, what I mean to say is, Hin ain't a Rosh and Mishnah. It's not telling you, I think that was Rabbi, Rashi's problem, that uh, it's not telling you, the, the amount was a Hin. But what the Mishnah is coming to explain is that Hin is not an expression you find in the Mishnah very often. El Rosh and Torah is an expression, you know, Rosh and Torah, Rosh and Chacham, why are you using the Rosh and the Torah? And a Kach Shaman in Pishmai Adab That was the expression he heard from Shemai and Adab so he used the same expression. But Rabbi Yisai Mepharshin, and my Rabbi, says Rashi, my Rebbe, they explain, the Loshin Moshe Rabbeinu. What it means is, in the Loshin of Moshe Rabbeinu, they said it. The Libi Megamgin. And my heart, says Rashi, I don't, I'm not so sure about that. Shall I become a Mekomos? I have doubts about it, in other words, Megamgin, I mean, like, I'm a little jittery about it. Shall I become a Mekomos? Because in many places, no hikvit are It's not much to use the Loshin of Moshe Rabbeinu. But according to what, what I just said before, and I can't remember which, which one of the maybe it's the Shoran brought it, that we understand why it's used Lashon of Moshe Rabbeinu. What it means is because it, it, it's explaining, according to that, why does it use the expression Hin? Why is it his rebel? Why is it using Lashon Hin? The answer is because that's the biggest amount you find in the Torah. So therefore he used the Lashon Hin. It didn't say 12 look, because always you say, where does 12 look come from? The answer he wanted to show you, he's using the biggest amount you find in the Torah, yeah? The biggest amount you find in the Torah is a hint, and then he uses the expression of Moshe Rabbeinu. Now, I will mention this before we go on. The, the Rambam says, the Rambam in Pirish Hamishnayat in, in Idiot, which is where this Mishnah comes, I believe. Um, he says that, what do you mean, the Rambam says very interesting. He says that, Shammai, uh, sorry, that Hillel, his rabbis were Shammai and Aftali. Yeah, we know that. How do we know that? For anyone who gets, I mean, my, uh, some, my, 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 uh, my, my sister-in-law's teacher, okay, we're getting a little, her husband was very excited. He gives a Duffy only share. If you're into these sort of things, he apparently called up his wife, all excited, because that day's stuff on Friday, I think it was Friday, must have been, yeah, was the story with, with Hillel, all about the snow. And it was during Tavis, he said, ah, oh, because in Eretzol there was a lot of snow. So he said, ah, oh, you see, it's Tavis and it's snow and it's Friday. It was Monash all fits in very well. Right? Because that, that's the story, the famous, the famous story with, with Hillel. When Hillel, he didn't have enough money to get into the Beit HaMedrash and the shame was down in it. So it was Erev Shabbos and he went up onto the roof and, he, uh, and it snowed very, it was a heavy snow that day and he uh, basically... Blocked, blocked the light in the way that... They that's right. So when Shemaya and came in in the morning... They looked up and they said, it's a bit dark in here today. They looked up and they saw the form of a body up there. And they went up and they were in Mechal Shabbos for him. They said, it's Kedai from Mechal Shabbos for somebody like Hillel. Okay, so that's the story. So it's there that you enter these sort of things. You see, it's all in Duffa here, right? Anyway, so um, that was the Duffa of the day. Um, so I suppose you're going to say, that was, that was what Ramesha, um, um, what Ramesha went, um, Anyway, that, 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 that's the, 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 the story with, with Hillel. I mean, Shemayat and Atalian were his friends. Okay. So there's the Rambam. We actually know the Shemayat and Atalian. They're both Gerim. Oh, they came from Gerim. They came from Gerim. They came from Gerim. And some from Gerim, 
they found it very hard to pronounce their hey. And therefore, instead of saying a hey, they would say an olive. Now, I find this particularly interesting because nowadays. We can't pronounce our hey. Well, no, no. Olive will arrive on hey, will arrive on. The iron is a little bit of a. It doesn't sound the same as the spa, didn't it? Alephus is exactly the same. Alephus is exactly the same. It's the iron. The iron is supposed to be a iron from the... from the. Uh, is a different sound. The hay is... No, it's the chas, which is the chas. Anyway, the, the, the idea is that the Aleph and the hay, they, no, what I'm saying is, is, is a lot of people, in that it's all, they don't say they say hay. They say Aleph. Listen, listen, listen to them later. No, you know... Instead of saying, uh, let's say, Hashem, they say, Hashem. Yeah. Yes. A lot of people say, you can't, can't say, the, I don't know, can't say, they don't say, they don't say, they don't say, they don't say the hate project. It's the same, it's the name, like this, you can say, Eliyahu, it's Eliyahu. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, that's it. Huh. So, um, I mean, I, I, I could take up, I personally, when I, when I, when I, when I was in Eric's Charles, I used to, uh, well, I used to double on Shabbos. When it came to Pasha Zohar, I went somewhere else. The first thing he was, was, and he didn't, didn't say the, uh, didn't say, uh, the, the hate prophet. So look, so if it, um, for Israelis, it may not be a problem, because that's what they've become used to, sort of thing, and that's become their, we don't say our iron prophet, so much because we're not used on that either. One, one of the justifications is because that has become our lotion, it's not, it's not for now, it's, uh, another shit about, about, uh, about how Bora has, has just, it's based on Gomorrah that happened. But, uh, but for me, that's not the normal lotion. I'm used to it. Hey, so I went, so I went elsewhere. Sorry for that. Anyway, but the, the, the coming back to this, when it comes to the um, so so therefore they couldn't say the hey. So what did they say? Instead of saying hin, what did they say? In in. What does that actually sound like? It sounds like the word ain, which means it is not. So it actually, it would say ain my shul in place of Right, well, that's, that's not helpful. Yeah. It's the same word in in the yes. That's an Aramaic. Well, would they not use it? Hello, wasn't it? So, um, anyway, so, so that, that's what the Raman says. He, that's why he kept, well, not why, he kept the same notion, such that the, obviously Hillel could pronounce his hate. Yeah? So, like, he could pronounce his hate, he, uh, he kept to that. To the, to the. So, they asked the question, they said, well, then, in which case he's not upholding the notion of his brother. Because he's saying him, and they said him. So, the God says, the God says like this, the God says like this, he said, why did he have to say Malayin? Why didn't he just say Him, say a Him of my show and post him as I'm Why Malayin? And as I think it's the Maharaj I think it's who brings this God, so he heard the Shem the God, he says, are you finding a lot of places you find the Lashem Malay? He says, yeah, but take a look, every time you find the Lashem Malay, he says, you'll always find it's, it's in a Midas Yolish, it's a dry Midas, there was a, the middle of, let's say, um, something dry, which means, Malo means it should be heaped. Malo means it should be completely full, not just, it should be a heaped middle. He says, in liquid, you can't have something which is heaped. I mean, you've got meniscus, you can have very, very slightly on the top. It, it's very, very, you can't really have a heaped middle. So why would you have Malo here? Yeah? Um, it's on that line. He says, the answer is, they have to say Malo. Why do they have to say Malo? Because otherwise, people would think it's their saying, Ain my shoving face on the tongue, says the God. So the typical piece of the God. It would sound like they're saying that my shoving doesn't pass on the mikvah. They realised they had a problem here because they couldn't pronounce their hate. So therefore, what did they do? They asked all the words Malay. By saying Malay in, well, that doesn't make any sense. People would realise all they're trying to say is Malay here. So they're saying Malay in, well, they're saying the fool does not, my shoving does not pass on the mikvah. The Malay doesn't fit in there. So people realise what they're trying to say. The question is, but why does Hillel say Malay him? He could say his hate. He didn't have to say the word Malay. He could say him. No one was mixed up with Hillel. The answer is, that's what the Ramah meant to say, that he kept the Lashon Rabbah. Despite the fact that he could say his hate, he stuck with the Lashon Rabbah. He said his hate, that's obviously what they meant. He didn't have to say him, because that, that's what they said. And he said it with the, he said with the extra word Malay, because that's what they said, even though it wasn't necessary to say the word Malay. That's what the, the, the typical piece of, of, of God there, genius of the God to the site of the Ram. So that, that's how he explains the Ram. Okay, carries on Rashi. Shnei Gazi and Mishar al-Ashri. So he says then, and he said, no, we're not, <coughs> the Allah is not like Hira, it's not a Hira, not so a Blug, it's not nine cub like uh, Shammai. Two weavers. Two 
who came from the Shara Ashtar. Now you may be thinking to yourself, who cares where they came from? So, I mean, yeah, but you have to, it's like every time you have to remind us where they come from. They come from the Shara Ashtar. Oh, oh, very good. The Rashi is going to say. The Mesechah's idiot were very good. The Mesechah's idiot, the Fire Shit explains, Roma Hutka Shomu Munusam. It explains why it mentions their, their, um, their, the name of their job, their apprenticeship, whatever it is. The shame of Kerem in the name of their place. You have to mention their weavers, they come from the Shara Ashbet, it's not derogatory. Let us tell you, Shalayim and Adam Asma in the Beit Hamedish. A person should never, never withhold himself from the Beit Hamedish. So they say, what difference am I going to make? There are people there, you've got, you've got, can you just imagine you've got Shammai, I mean, it's not, maybe not that generation, you've got people there. And you've got people who are lowly weavers who come from the Shara Ashbos. So I say, you know, two tramps come in. Don't we hold yourself in the base of You've got something to say, speak up. Because apparently, there was no umnus which was lower, which was less than being a weaver. We would not make somebody who is a weaver, make him into a king of or a mele. They shall be Yerushalayim. And there was no, like, gate in Yerushalayim, or an area of living in, in Yerushalayim, which was lower class than the Shara Ashbeis. Just imagine, nonetheless, they tipped the scale of all the Chachmei Yisrael. Can you just imagine, you've got all the greatest Chachonim there, debating this, and little me walks in, and says something, and they say, you know what? These people are the ones. Forever, Atayim are there, the halacha of Mikvah is custom based on the ages of these two people. So obviously, there's a great lesson there. Fine. That's the second one. What's the third thing that Shammai Hillel argued about? The last one. The Edoth. Back into the Gemara of the Edoth. Shammai Oyler. The line begins with Shammai as a star there. About halfway down. Shammai Oyler. Shammai says. Again, it's in Idiot, but it's the same sort of thing that was beginning of Nidor there. Shammai Oyler. Shammai says. Kola Noshim Dayon Shalkon. That all women, when they become nidor, they see blood, they become a nidor. The question is, they only saw the blood now. But we know that potentially they could have been Tommy before that. Are we cheshish backwards? And you may say, with regard to what? Well, they may have been touching uh, all sorts of tires. How long is it? Are we cheshish last 24 hours? Are we cheshish last week? Last time they checked themselves? Where, 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 where do we go back to? So Shammai says, this is one of the colours of Shammai. Shammai says, Kola Noshim Dayon Shaton. All women, literally, it is enough their time. When they see the blood, that is when they become Tommy. Anything before that, we assume they're Tommy. They have the Cheskatara, that's it. Whereas the Hillel, the Hillel says, Nipekido Lipekido. We go back, Nipekido Lipekido. The Afila Lyonhadi, even in its many days. What is Pekido? Pekido is the last time they check themselves. If they checked themselves two hours ago, they did a check and they weren't yet a little, then obviously, it can't be further back than two hours. But we're close to the two hours. If the last time they checked themselves was 24 hours ago, then we are close to the last 24 hours. Any tires they check, any tires they, they touch, will be Tommy. But further back than 24 hours, we've got no reason to go. If it was a week ago the last time they checked themselves, then we go back a week. Anything in the last week. The last time they checked themselves, that's where we go to. The Chachonim, I mean, the say, Loki de Rezer, the Loki de Rezer. No. The Alokha is not like Shammai, it's not like Hillel. We're not as naked as Shammai, we're not as Machmai as Hillel. Elom e eit le eit, me ma'it adyad me pekido le pekido. Me me pekido le pekido, me ma'it adyad me eit le eit. There are two times we use. Me eit le eit means 24 hours. And me pekido le pekido means we go back to the last time they check themselves. Whichever one is left, we go by that one. That's what it means. And on the 8th to 8th, if 24 hours is less than Pekita to Pekita, then the Mai, that sort of, um, I can't say it, I mean, if the Mai means it sort of da- downsizes, it, it minimizes, it, so yeah, whatever you want to say, the, the amount of time, the Pekita to Pekita, not the Pekita to Pekita may have been two days ago. Ah, but I've got May 8th, May 8th is less time, so we go by that. On the other hand, the Pekita to Pekita, we might have the May 8th to 8th. The last time checking can be less and can act sort of uh, undercut the amount of time if you keep to the Pekito. If the last time they check themselves was. Sorry, the other way around. Pekito to Pekito can't undercut me, it's eight. If they check themselves just 12 hours ago, then we say only 12 hours is the problem, not 24 hours. Whatever is the lesser of the two, that's what we go by. 
That's the way we're passing the Tzachim 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 So Rashi says, Kohan Oshim, Haroistam, any women, all women who see blood, Dayan Shatam. The Tami Tzachim is referring to, with, with regards to being the Tami Tzachim, Mish'asri Oz and the Yotam the Elo. Shama Yishet is Dayan Shatam. It's from the time they see an onwards, not retroactively. Whereas Hillel says, the Pekidah, the Pekidah, means the Mafia, we go backwards, retroactively. Both Kohayoin, if she checked herself today, we must offer her and she found herself to be Thomas. We both call her safe Shavua, and then at the end of the week she checks herself again, and we must offer her and she found herself to be Thomas. Then we go back and we say, the Cheshishin of our goal, we are Cheshishin of our goal, we are Cheshish with regard, regard to anything she touched, we have a Zikar Rishen of Eilof, from the first time she checked, and onwards. Shema in Siliki Odeho Rata, for all you know, with the removal of her hand, as she took her hand away, maybe that's when she was praying in Israel. We have no clue, it could have been any time. Therefore, with Cheshit, she, she checked on Sunday, she was Torah, she then checked on Friday, and she was found Tommy, anything between Sunday and Friday will be a problem. Then my problem come along and say, no, Shema is too makel, Hillel is too machne. Rather, me is the eighth and right, Aliyah, and it's Kidal, it's Kidal. Shenei's the man in Huskuru, Bodham, Afreya. There are two times mentioned with regards to working backwards. Lahalich Atah Akal Shemohen to go after the more lenient of them. Him is Kidal, it's Kidal, yes, I'll make the eighth. If going by to Kidal, the time of checking, is going to be a bigger time, will be a, a sort of a larger time than 24 hours, then Halach Atah Me is the eighth. Then go after the 24 hour. If by going by 24 hours, that would give you a larger amount of time than Pekidah the Pekidah, then go after the last time you check. Whichever one is the lesser. What does that word mean? It means it's a might after it. It comes afterwards and downsides, undercuts the larger time. What is this expression, before we go on, what is this expression, Dayon Shantan? What does it mean, Dion? Shammai says, it's enough. How can you say it's, it's enough? It's enough to go from here onwards. Normally, if I ask you a question, you give me an answer. Right? If I ask you, um, you know, how long do we actually fish for? And you say, 24 hours. And somebody else says, no, that's not necessary. It's enough to be fishing from now onwards. That makes a lot of sense. But if I ask you a question, I haven't given you any sodden. No one's expressed their opinion yet. And you say, die on Shatan, it's enough to be Cheshit from here onwards. Well, it's enough to be Cheshit. And I'll implying there's another possibility, which hasn't yet been mentioned. No one's even suggested another possibility. And you're suggesting, no, we don't have to worry about that, it's enough. The expression die implies that somebody's already spoken. That Shammai are the first ones to be speaking it. Why are they saying die on Shatan? There's like a general thought, some by the populace. So, everyone kind of thinks, well, you know, it's probably... Seems like no clue. Hillel's thing from the last time I checked kind of makes sense, even though he hasn't said anything yet. That's what people might be thinking. And Shammai knows what they're thinking. Yeah. Well, Shammai obviously doesn't hold that even. Uh, it's not really. Well, apparently he was whole family that is a that is a, 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 a valid thought you might entertain in this other in another possibility. In fact, he said it's enough. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you like this. The the Ritzvah says. He says he says, he says more than that. I, I, I think it's it's a beautiful a beautiful letter which teaches us that a novel we know Hillel was extremely humble Hillel is extremely humble so it's for who actually spoke first Shammai or Hillel 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 always spoke first they were the Halakha was like them in the end Hillel was always picked first to speak about. but as for a novel they always said that we want Shammai's like their opinion to be recorded whatever it should come before ours we know whenever they quoted two opinions that's one of the reasons why the Halakha was like Hillel. He said, our novel Hillel is when everything quoted opinion, they always quoted Shammai as well. This is part of our novel. They said, Shammai should go before us. They haven't even quoted Shammai's opinion before them. Shammai should go before us. That's why you always find Shammai comes before they said it. Not because Shammai expressed their opinion first, that's the it's for. This is our novel. There was Taka, Shammai spoke up second. Hillel said, you know what? You have to be finished all the way back to the last time you checked. Shammai says, no, die on Shatan, it's enough to be Cheshish from now. When it was written down, because of Hillel's request, I suppose, that a novel, Shammai's opinion was written first. And even though therefore die on Shatan doesn't really make so much sense, 
apparently, I mean, unless, unless you say that I got it. The Rizboa felt, he says, that's why, you know, that's why, although Shammai only really makes sense after they come here, but they were written down first. That says, teaches you that I'm not all I'm sure there's a lesson in that as well. Um, the other thing he just mentioned, apparently, Dian Shalton also implies, though, in it, is like a, there's a certain Khumra in it as well. Apparently, it's like the two. He says, Dian Shalton is telling you, you've got to be Cheshish for the whole Oin of it. Right, the, the whole, um, it's not enough just to be Cheshish for the best, it's going to be Cheshish for the whole Oin of it. That's that going to Snizzle, I'm, I'm just mentioning that, it's not a, I thought the, 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 the lesson of our Lord and Hill of it is, is, a, is quite fascinating and a, a powerful lesson. Right? Finish off the Gemara on this little bit now. Says the Gemara, the Sulekha. The line begins with the Sulekha, a bit more than halfway down now. The Sulekha, there's no other Makhlukh. You said there's only three places where Hidal and Shamayan are Makhlukh. Sulekha, there's no others. But Ika, what about the following one? The one we find in the Chagiga. Hidal and Hidal says, this way. If you bring a Korban on Yomtuf, you do Smich on it. You can do Smich without resting the hands on it. You can do that on Yomtuf. The Shamayan, the Shamayan says, Shalom, this you're not allowed to. We know that there's a Durabon on. You're not allowed to ride on an animal on Shabbos. Because the warrior may come to pick a, a branch off the tree. The kids, you're not allowed to, two things you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to rest on a tree. Right? Allah Salaam you're not allowed to not only climb off a tree, even to lean against the tree is a problem. Um, and to go on an animal. So Shammai says, you can't just sneak on Yom Tov. Hillel says, yes, you can. So you see, and this is Hillel and Shammai. So answers the Gemara, Kiko Omar Al-Puno. When does al say, now, when Hukrah Hunter said there was only three Mavrikson, that's Hecho Deleko Plukta Deragutza Bahadayu. That is where there is no Mavrikus of like people greater earlier than them who, who have already argued this one out. This Mavrikus about Smicho dates back earlier than them. They weren't the first ones to argue about it. So therefore, that one's not counted. These three we mentioned, they were the first ones to have this argument. After the Gemara of Ha'ikar Habrik Telegaf. What about, there's another Mavrikus we know of. And that is, there was a Maslokis. What happens is, like this. If a person, um, stage by stage, we know that food only becomes Moksha Mekabal Tumah, it only can actually be Mekabal Tumah, if it's had one of the seven liquids on it. That's our law. Now, obviously, that does not mean the seven liquids come on it when it's on the tree, because otherwise you won't have any food which is not Moksha Mekabal Tumah, because uh, rain generally does make fruit wet. So therefore it means once it comes off the tree, it's got to have liquid. Now, one of the seven liquids is actually grape juice. So, when you um, cut the, the grapes from the tree, in all likelihood, you're probably going to squash a few of the, the grapes along the way, you cut through a few of the grapes, and a bit of the grape juice is going to come out and go over the grapes. Does that make the grapes now Mokshadikabal Tumor? Okay? Now, one of the rules we've actually learned earlier is Ki Yotan, similar to Ki Yitin. It's written in the Torah Ki Yitin, we read it as Yotan. Yitin means you put the water on, Yotan means the water is put on there. I didn't put the grape juice on there. And we dash from, from there, Ki Yotan has to be similar to Ki Yitin. Just like when you put liquid on something, it's Lerot and you want it to go on there. So to Ki Yotan, it's always got to be Lerot. And if you didn't want the liquid to go on there, then it's not much of the Kabbalah So, if you are cutting grapes off in order to eat them, then obviously, isn't it, why would you want the juice to come out of that? You don't want the juice to come out of that. On the contrary, you want them to be nice, juicy grapes. You want the juice to be the same. But if, however, you are cutting the grapes in order to press them to get wine, then you do want the juice. You don't want it out. Oh, you don't want it out yet. Now that's the question. I don't want it out yet. I want it to come out in the right time. Oh, but here comes the chashash. Sometimes, saying it all out and then we'll see it inside most of the information is not here what they would do is the baskets they used in order to collect the grapes were actually lined with like pitch the zufosis they had the pitch whatever now, I don't know what they use nowadays but something which is not porous which would actually retain it as opposed to a wicker basket or something which would just let all the, wick, the, the liquid out why would they do that? to keep the liquid in but basically then you'd be very happy you wouldn't be bothered at all if the liquid comes out and make your job your job's already started you're collecting all the liquid. So then, most definitely, will be machsheh, the grapes. So the question is, should we make a gazero and say that any time the liquid comes out, if you're harvesting the grapes in order to press them, should we say that any liquid which comes out will be machsheh, the grapes, or not? 
do we make such a kaveira? Because of the case where you're very happy. Now, Common said, right now, you're not happy. That's the shadow, should we make a kaveira? That was the Mahalaka. Habib said, somebody who harvests grapes in order to take them to the press, Shammai over Shammai says, Kukshar, automatically any liquid which comes out makes the grapes Mukshar Kabultum. The Hillel over where Hillel says, Lay Mukshar. It does not, the grapes do not become Mukshar Kabultum. Why was that one not included in the list of Mahalaka and Beishamai and Beishillel? Or, or uh, sorry, Shammai and Hillel? Answer the Gemara, Barmine Dahi. Accept that one, and I will don't include that one as one of the three. The reason being the Hotham Koshoshikleshamai. Because over there, Hila literally kept quiet in front of Shammai. In other words, yes, Hillel disagreed with Shammai, but he sort of just bowed his head. Nothing really uh, sort of proceeded from there. So you take, take a look at Rashi. Rashi says Um Lismach. The first judgment is Lismach, the last three lines of the narrow lines in Rashi. Lismach. Pluktahi, there's a Machlekes, the Beishama, where Beishama should say the Shama, Rehila, or Shama, Rehila. Gabi, Mavi, and the Dorim, and the Dorim, the same for Yomtev. With regards to the idea of bringing the Dorim, and the Dorim, Kobanus, the Dorim, and the Dorim, and the Smicha, and the Mon Yomtev. Shama says you can't, Hila says you can't do the Smicha. Kika, Allah, and Huna. And so he said, why is that, why that one not listed? Because Huna, when Huna listed them, He's only giving you cases where there is no machlokes of of uh, like uh, earlier rabbanim. Shabbos mekem is our three places. Shama rabbanim, rabbanim this. In those three places, they're left with kubayan rabbisei and orishenim. Their earlier rebels did not have machlokes about them. Our smicha, but the one about smicha, kol of his basin, all the out of his basin, the hanesiim and the nesiim, yoti ben yehezer from yoti ben yehezer at hillel until hillel nasi kol bad the bad mesech chagiga. They argue about the mesech chagiga. I take a look over there. You see, it was it, they're just repeating an, uh, an old machlok. So we say, what about habayta amov in the dirt from the gas? Somebody who harvests grapes, he reaps the grapes in order to press them in the in the press. The other habayta said it's okay. And if somebody harvests the grapes in order to make great uh, to make raisins out of them, to leave them to dry. The liquid which comes out of them actually is not machid, the low because the person actually at that stage does not want the liquid to come out. Whereas over here, because here, potentially a person could be happy with the liquid coming out. Shamai Omehu, Shamai says it is machid. The Yayin I did not mean with the wine or the grape juice which drips out of them onto the grapes, it's machid them to be makabotum. The other gods of the Ibuz, the oil, even though that liquid actually goes to waste, to the ground, because it drips out of the basket, so if he's not really happy about it, maybe he'll harvest, uh, he'll harvest them with, with, uh, with boxes which are like, uh, have pitch inside them, because then the fire should come here, as we're going to explain later on. So we said, why was that one not listed? The answer is because our shots are going to hit us, and about it. But the Omar Tzimah Shalukta, he didn't, uh, he didn't persevere with his Makhlekev, to the Tanya of the Pekin, as we learned in the Bright in our Perek, That day, Hillel was Kofuf, he was like a Pantovi, he was subservient to front of Shaman. Now, the, I think it's Marat Tzimah, he gives us a very, and we'll probably just, just end with, uh, with, uh, with this, he gives us a, oh, history of a way Mark we, we have this thing, there was no Machlokes into the world, in the world, until a certain stage in Israel. But the truth is, he says, that was Machlokes, all they came back from Eshavin and Yeshua. He says, that's not called Machlokes. Machlokes, we don't call that Machlokes if it's something which, they had a Machlokes, and then they were able to take a vote on it, and they basically sorted it out, and they basically sorted it out. That's not called Machlokes. Um, he says that, and said that sort of, if you want to call it Machlokas, actually dates back a long, long way. Yeah, he says all, all the way back, his belief stopping, of course, they, when you went to a basin, the whole point of having three dionim, a minimum three dionim, 23 dionim, whatever it is, sitting on a basin was, because they, they may not agree. But, the Machlokas didn't, didn't, sort of, uh, didn't, uh, they had a vote on it, and that was it. However, um, Yeah, he says, so to the 18 Gazeros, the, the Yudhna Stolas, same thing. Even though they argued about it on that day, 
They voted on it, and the next day they, they, they all agreed upon it. The kids said that was not called a mahwit. And he, he gives various other examples. But he says, these, these, um, he says, the case of Hablit Telegaf, yeah, he says, that one never actually came to a vote. Because Hillel, Shammai said their opinion, Hillel said their opinion, they never voted on it, because Hillel just kept quiet after that. So it never actually came to a vote. Since it never came to a vote, that's not called the machlokas um, that we're talking about. We're talking about machlokas, which potentially, there are also certain cases, he says there as well, there are certain cases where it definitely didn't come to a vote, but that's because of the Zaitika reason. For whatever reason, it couldn't come to a I'm just trying to see if, uh, what was the... Yeah, he, he, he gives an example. Let's say in in um, in, in, in Yomo, there's, there's a machlok about two koyanim gedolim. Two koyanim gedolim give edus about what they did when they were koyanim gedolim, and it was actually contradictory edus. So, uh, and we're trying to work out what, what the what, what the hadok is there. So he says the totally shanim art over there. Why is that not considered? Why is that not not uh, listed um, as one of the machlok which goes all the way back? So, um, and, and over here we find the first Makhlaikas we only find is Smicha. So, what does the Tosu Yashanim answer? Exactly this. So, it says, says the, the Maratzchias, because over the says, because over there, had they come to a vote, they would have agreed on it. Sorry, other way around. If they would have come to a vote, they wouldn't have agreed on it. How are you going to vote on that? One Kenny Goldberg says I did this, and another Kenny Goldberg says I did this, so you vote. Would they have ever come to an agreement? It could be they never would have come to an agreement. That's not because of the Mahlikas. Yeah? The first Mahlikas, which at least could have come to an agreement, because you'll say, wait a second, this Mahlikas about the Swedish state states back. Why is that called Mahlikas? If they never vote, the answer is, they didn't vote on it for whatever reason. But had they voted on it, they would have come to an agreement. The definition of a machlokas is something that if we were to vote on it, we could come to an agreement. Something which you could not come to an agreement is not called a machlokas. This one of Shammai Hiddo, they never could have come to an agreement on it. Apparently. And for that, that is considered a machlokas. Uh, obviously, by the way, that gives us uh, an important insight into when we call machlokas for the shame Shammai and things like that. A machlokas, by definition, a machlokas, which is a real machlokas, which the Torah wants, if you want, is a machlokas where we're seeking out the MS. If you're seeking out the MS, that means there's a possibility that we can vote on it and we'll come to an agreement. If you're arguing over something which you don't really want to come to the end, you want to prove your point, you'll never ever agree. That's not for the matter later. That's called argument. Or if you're not expert enough to actually have a vote on it at the end of the day. Whatever the, whatever the cause may be. That's called Makhlaikas Lashem Shamayim. That's Esbohim Sasufo. That's the Makhlaikas which will eventually come to Talk at this one for another reason, because of the Amunus, Amunus, the Shahira, that couldn't come to a vote. But generally speaking, says Amunus, the definition of Machloika is something which, at least potentially, for some reason, it could be, it won't come to a vote. But potentially, it could come to a vote. That means it's got to be that we are all in it together, we do want to come to a, to a true conclusion. Or a conclusion which is true, whichever way you want to look at it. Let's start shambles, let's do it tomorrow.